good, right? <laughs> hey. We back. Well, are we back? I don't know. I don't we we don't know, you don't know, no one knows. We're, we've been trying to come back for the longest time. Some guy just went by on a Segway by my house. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just got to say, this song, first of all, perfect fit for day two of recording at your parents' place. It's, it's good, right? It's rainy. There's it a is. pool outside. We're in a pool shed. Yeah. This is the song. Man, you could not have made us sound more, like, janky. It is janky. It's <laughs> 70s. It's, like, 80s janky. You know what's funny is that the, the recording stuff is on a Yeti cooler, and my mic is on a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> on an upside-down bucket. <laughs> Yeah, Which is, I kind of wanted to sit on the bucket, you know? This is very fitting for us. We've always been sort of like a good content, weird production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way I look at it. I think we do good content, at least. Yeah, okay, so uh, yeah, we are back in terms of we're recording this podcast. I No, but I want to be back, like full full back. That's know? on you, baby boy. <clears throat> no, tell, yeah. them, tell them that you got the recordings. Oh, okay. I have one recording. (laughs) I love it. I have the one recording, but it's... um, For the last three recordings, all we've said is we're back. (laughs) (laughs) But we've never uploaded. (laughs) So this is the first time they're hearing that we're back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's... um, Because I I come back to Toronto every two months, two, three months, right? Bro, and I'm so sick at it. I call him. I don't know how I know. God knows. Actually, I don't know how you know either. The past two times... Three times. Three times? Three for three. Three times. You've called me two days before I fly back to Toronto. He goes, hey, when are you coming back next? I'm like, yeah. how does this guy know? And I kind of position it. The first two times was like, hey, man, I'm thinking of coming to Austin or whenever you're coming back to Toronto. Let me tell and you. And he's this. like, oh, I'm coming to Toronto two days. You're not coming to Austin. I, I've, I've admitted defeat with admitted? that. Yeah. Because hard. I did a Q&A on my Instagram and yeah. somebody, uh, what did I say? I asked a question. Someone said, has any of your friends and family come to visit you in Austin other than Amar? <laughs> And so I made a response saying, just to be clear, Amar never came to Austin. <laughs> he, it's like, he's made it look like he's come. But. I'm so sick of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've showed up at the airport lounge like two, three times. And this never rolled through. Never rolled through. No, man. Um, yeah, it's honestly, man, August and September and, and July, it's it's hard. Okay. It's hard well, because September's busy already. I've got a few people coming through Austin. Isn't September already done? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like all the weekends are done. You're, you're yeah, yeah. booked. Oh, 100%. See? But it's it's just because like uh, my friend and his his wife has a conference in Austin. So he's coming down and okay. he's hanging with me. Um, I've got like three other friends that are like in the city that I'm going to see while I'm there. Yeah, so yeah. I can't wait, man. Like like I have such a small ass social life down there. It's brutal. Like, how, how is Austin? Okay. Well, small ass social life. Uh, yeah. How are the friends? How are the... You have a Canadian friend? So weird. Do I? I don't know. You one time. Oh, yes. My, my neighbor. You know, from yeah, my neighbor, my neighbor in Austin is from Toronto. What are the odds of that, eh? Um, no, it's fun. Like it's, I don't regret it at all. But my friend circle is so small. Like when I come back to Toronto, I have work here. I get to hang out with like nine different people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like I'm a somebody here. I go to Austin, and it's like I'm constantly fighting to be like, hey man, you want to hang out? And I don't really know you, and I feel like such a lame ass. Are your friends from Kickball Tuesdays? Yeah, yeah, but my Kickball team's. Funny in a weird way. No, obviously we knew this. What? I feel like all kickball teams. <laughs> if you're a kickball team in your <laughs> late 20s, early 30s, you're going to be some type of weird. No, man. It's like the, the team's sort of like mid-20s, but nobody communicates in that shit. Like, they're, they're all awesome. I love the team. They're all super friendly people, right? Okay. But we have a group chat, and like the, the captain of the team will try to organize something. They all look at the message, but nobody says anything. There's no sort of like, yes, all they say is, I'll be there, I won't be there. None of this extracurricular, let's oh, go for drinks. I love drink. that shit. I love that shit. I love getting down to business on texts. So do I, when you get a response, man. Just like, yo, I'll be there or I won't be there. That's it. I don't need yeah. to be like, oh, and my day was so good. No, man, we've made it even easier. Okay, <laughs> We're like, hey, we're signing up for next season. Just give this 
just text a thumbs up. That's you don't it. have to text anything. <laughs> they can't even fucking do that, or they're just not doing anything. I love them, and I wish we could all hang out outside of it, but the problem is, is like, the communication skills are just... We just need a thumbs up. Just need a thumbs up, man. It's pretty <laughs> whack. But, okay, but hold on. The good thing with, like, a small circle is uh, when you have a big circle, you know, you don't want to shit where you eat. So how's the love life in Austin? Because oh. if it's a small circle, you can shit wherever you want. Oh, it's true. Um, I ain't shitting in the kickball circle. No? Um... No, the love life is is interesting at this point. Yeah, yeah, because like I don't do the apps anymore. Okay, like I, I was on them, but I found myself just matching and never talking. The everyone, yeah, I know, and I became that. <sighs> I became like this like jaded version of that. So, Bro, aren't you six foot one? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Six foot one, and he's off the apps, guys. I know, I know. We have a slot for a five eleven. No, man, like there's some like really attractive girls in there. It's just I a part of me is like, no, they don't. Uh, they don't know me at all. Like it's it's a bullshit excuse. I will be the first to say it. Yeah. They don't know anything about me. They don't know me. I don't want to do it because they're gonna see. Listen, I've been burned so many times through social me- people seeing me in social media. Yeah. Thinking this is who he is, and it's like no, I I'm a little bit quieter at home. I'll watch a movie on a Friday night. I'm totally fine with that. But I've I've, I've been burned enough by girls thinking this guy is insanely outgoing. He's gonna carry the conversation, and I'm like I'm not doing that shit. You hate that shit, eh? That's I, like a common thread. It is. yeah. It, Your it, ego gets hurt by trying to prove uh, by one line I who think you any, are. I think anybody's ego would get hurt when yes. people are holding you to, a, to a, a character. Like, I thought we all agreed that we know social media is not real. No, we, we, we all love to say that. <laughs> yeah. But I think 9 out of 10 people don't realize we are humans behind that shit. Yeah. Like, I, I had a, a friend come visit, and I felt like, like it went horribly because I, I felt a lot of pressure to be that guy and I wasn't and I could see it in her face and I'm like I'm not gonna be that guy I don't know how you get out, get out of this I genuinely don't because uh I'm telling you that's like a common thread and then it also threads down to you on apps you're always like I don't want to do a fucking opening line I, I listen and, I and get I have to get the girl by just one opening line it's actually crazy it's weird no this is a great point you've yeah. you've analyzed it well I think what it is is I would love to meet somebody that I met before they saw any of my personality in a social media post. Mm. Um, and I'd like to find somebody where we both just want to hang out. I don't want to do it where it's like this formal, okay, you don't know me and I don't know you and we're going to go on a date to get like... And get to know... Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. go on a date with someone that I've sort of met in passing, you know? True. Like, th- that's just what it is. You want no pretense. Yeah. L- like, no uh, prescribed way of doing things. Because you know what it is? When I go to bars and I see a date happening, I kind of cringe. It, it, I cringe. I'll, I'll just say it. When That's I wild. see them sitting there together and they're like, so, like, are you new in town? Just I player fucking hating, cringe. <laughs> not cringing. That's player hating. No, it's not player hating. Maybe this is, man, this is probably why I'm single. I look at fucking dates that don't know each other and I cringe. Because for me, I can be a fun, like, let's go have fun. Let's do this. But we have to sort of know each other. Like the, the, the dating apps, yeah. I can't stand when someone's like, I don't like small talk. Let's just go for a coffee. No fucking way. <laughs> do the small talk. We got to at least do some small talk to know if we're compatible because all we have in common right now is we both think each other's attractive. That's yeah. not enough for me. I got to know at least you have some sort of personality to vibe off of because I've just recently gone on a, I, I, I had someone here that our personalities were so fucking opposite. It was awful. Damn. Awful. Do you ever get like this on a first date? <laughs> Never. She asked you for coffee. It's just your personality is off. <laughs> just go I off. I can't believe you. No, because no, I'm like, I'm just sitting across from a guy with a bucket. <laughs> I'm just, sitting behind a bucket. With... <laughs> That's where the most honesty comes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's dishing. No, it's one of these things where, uh, I don't know. So what, you do uh, like to shit where you eat. 
Well, in fact, you like to eat there first. You like to nibble first, and then you like to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I like to do is figure out if there's any form of connection. Sure, yeah. Like there's, I think at this age, there's more to a relationship than attractiveness. I most of my twenties, man, I was. I was dating for like looks yes, or I was like trying to get with girls that are just attractive. Yeah. And it wears you down to the point where I'm like, I can only go to so many fucking dates where we're just not compatible. True. It's not only them. It's me too. So now I'm at a point where obviously I want you to be attracted. Like I want to be attracted to you, mm -hmm. but you also have to like, no, I don't want to keep saying you. We have to also uh, have some sort of connection or, or hobbies or interests. I'm not going to want to, I don't want to do backflips for yeah, someone yeah, yeah, to convince yeah. them to like me. <laughs> worst you know and and that's what it is so what now you're gonna go to like coffee shops and just like ask people on dates or how, how's uh, what's happening i don't know you're not, oh you're off the apps it's a, it's a man i don't know i think me me being off the apps was a was a bad idea <laughs> because in my position you only meet people through dms and i think that's gonna make it worse people are gonna see my social media and be like hey you're that guy that is like that's high crazy man grass is actually greener on the other side you know like for all the uh, six foot unders, we're like, what the hell? A six foot one getting off the apps, you know? Yeah. I imagine you had uh, how many? I don't know, a hundred thousand followers or something on on Instagram. Two fifty. <laughs> really? Yeah. Actually, two fifty one. Yeah, this is what's yeah, up, right. dog. Come on. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right. So yeah, you have two hundred fifty thousand. You'd be like, bro, I wish I could have that, and I could DM whoever I want. You can't. You can DM, and like I, you know? I for like years, I utilized my social following to get girls. Yeah. I can say it now. Yeah. I, I have, but I'm at the age now or the point now where I'm like, it's not, uh, it's not doing it for me anymore Yeah, because they're, they're, they're short spurts. They never go anywhere. Never. Love it. And it's because when you utilize a character, there's a form of acting, uh, you go on these dates where you have to be that. And if you, you can't slow down in the slightest, True. you can't have a bad day or they look at you and go like, oh, you're kind of quiet and weird. And I'm like, no, I, I'm not. I'm just, just, not I just want flipping for you. Yeah. Damn. And it's so. I don't know. I had this interesting conversation recently about, um, uh, like, we, we've had this debate many times. Can mm -hmm. girls and guys be friends? Oof, love it. And, and more and more, I'm coming to your sides. And, and you know what's funny is I'm kind of, I think we're, we're coming to the middle more. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's growth, man. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I, I think girls and guys can be friends. But yeah. if there's any interest in someone. Yeah, you no, know, no. If there's an interest, then, uh, uh, then you're a shrimp. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Like if you allow yourself to be friend zoned and you genuinely have feelings for, for That's on you. That's on you. I one hundred percent agree. I, I recently had this conversation yeah. where um I, I was asked like uh like it was lightly it was like, Oh, you don't really want to hang out unless I'm single type of thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm yes, thinking I mean who wait, who said this? Just like so some Okay, yeah. sure. And so I'm obviously like, Well duh. And it has nothing to do with me wanting. Yeah, I'm saying she said that to you. Yeah, yeah. Oof. And I get it. I get it from that side. But but in my world, I'm like, obviously, why am I going to want to openly put myself into a friend zone? No thanks. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. rather not be friends, and be, than be in a friend zone where I would be like, oh, I think you're attractive. Like, let's go on a date. Oh, I can't because I'm dating someone. Well, okay. I can yeah. have friends that are girls, but there's, there's got to be one of these things where there's no interest in either person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you are interested. Then yeah, we can't be friends, and I think that's the best thing right. you can say. Just, right, I, I don't want to be friends. 
It's not that I don't want to be friends. Imagine you're on a date with a girl and like she tries to friend zone you and you just no tell fucking way. man. I don't do the friend zone. I don't do the friend zone. If I if I get put Perfect. in the friend zone, that's I'm a out. great thing to say. Yeah, just I don't want to be friends. I'm not here to and be friends with. And you. I think there's nothing wrong. I have with enough that. kickball Tuesdays. There's nothing wrong with it because it, it brings an inauthentic relationship. If yeah. you're like, uh, oh yeah, I'm cool being friends, but really you're like, I obviously they have value, but you're interested in a different thing. Imagine going to a, a, a car dealership. This is a terrible analogy. Yeah. Sorry. Go to no. a car dealership. I actually accept analogies, you know? I just want to say, you, a lot of people don't accept analogies, so I'm going to try to make this work for you. So you go to a car dealership, yeah. and you're like, I would love to have that Ford pickup truck. Yeah. Okay, and you go there, and they're like, well, we can offer you a, a Honda Civic. A sedan in the meantime, yeah. Yeah, in the meantime, we'll give you a sedan, because we we're not ready for it. And I'm like, no, thanks. No. <laughs> I'll just go to another dealership and find a, a truck. Yeah. Like, no skin off my ass. Yeah, another brothel. That no. I can just <laughs> <laughs> it's one of these things where I'm like, I look at guys that are like hemming and hawing over, well, how do I get out of the friend zone? Well, don't, don't put yourself in there. Yeah. Trust me, guys. If you want to get closer to a girl, I don't think easing your way into a friend zone is a good way of doing it. I think a lot of guys will also look at that as like a... A semi-in. Like they're, they're, yeah, I mean, I, I think late 20s, early 30s, you already know. You don't, you don't need to be told this, right? Uh, but I, I do think, yeah, they think it's a semi-in. They think it's being respectful to the girl. It's this. It's, it's not this respectful. white man. It's this white knight simp stuff where it's like, yeah, yeah, it's not respectful. It's not respectful because you're you're using them. Yeah, like like respectful would be being honest and saying, you know, I'm I'm cool. Like, I would I'd love to go on a date with you, but if if all we're gonna be is friends, like I just don't think it's a good fit. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I I think it's important that people know girls and guys. There's so many people out there, right? That um, you to get hung up on one, I get. It. I've been hung up before, but to get hung up on one is like. Uh, it kind of gets silly after a while. Yeah, I know, but the brain is so good at that. I know. It's really good. It's just like one and just spirals towards It them. just tells you it's <laughs> the only one. <laughs> Trust me. When, when I get to like actually know somebody and like them and we like start to date yeah, and I get hooked, like any long-term relationship I've been in, it's taken me like, man, like 10 months to get over them. Yeah. Because I'm just like, the connection has to sort of wean its way out. Dude, 10 months, that's pretty good. It is That's actually good. really good. Yeah. Under a year is really good. Under a year. I tried for under a year. I think I've ha had trouble letting go someone that I wasn't even in a relationship with <laughs> over a year. Man, well, it, it happens. But you know? did you, were you, oh, so you weren't in a relationship. That's, That's the, the problem. Yeah. Because all the fantasies of what it would have been like in that relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. live on because yeah, you yeah. never got closer. And there's no faults. <clears throat> no faults, exactly. Oy. And I, like, I don't know. <clears throat> it was just an interesting topic that came up recently and I was, I sat there thinking, wait, am I an asshole? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I, like, I think no. it's very fair and more respectful to tell them, I don't want to be friends. I'm here to, yes, only when you're single. There's nothing wrong with saying what your intention is. Yeah. In this day and age where cancel culture is huge, everyone likes to vilify you for having a set goal or intention. True. Where it's like, oh, that's all you want me for? It's like, well, you can view it that, sure. Yeah. And if that's what you need to process this, go ahead, vilify me. But at the same time, you could reframe it and say, oh... He's actually being honest. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna want to go to a movie with you on a Wednesday night because you have boy problems. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna be that. Have you? Have you uh, ever made a friend zone person uh, pay for your meal? Uh, pay for their meal? This is very weird. Oh, like a girl? I just thought Wednesday at the movies. I was like, that's got to be cheap movie night. So it's like two dollars movies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like a girl? Like make a girl pay? Yeah, like a girl. Like let's say you and a friend. Uh, okay, look, okay this, I have this problem, okay? Yeah. Uh, this is a, a masculinity problem for sure. Yeah. Right? Oh, I'm there, man. 
there, I just can't let a girl pay. It doesn't matter. Friend, sister, sister-in-law, um, uh, girlfriend, whatever. Cannot let them pay. I don't know what it is. I think across the board, it's awkward. Like I, I had a business lunch on Friday. It's awkward what? To say like, yeah, yeah, you're going to no, pay like, for that? Like, no matter what at this point, when you go out with someone to, to do the separate payment, it's just sort of it's awkward. awkward. Like I went to, what did, I, I did something recently where I went up to the cash and paid. Oh, I went to, my buddy, we went to drinks in Austin. Yeah. I'm not going to pay for his drinks. Fuck no. <laughs> and I don't expect him to pay for mine. Like, yeah. no. So I go up and I'm like, I'll get this. And the bartender's like, and what do you want? He's like, I don't know. It's okay. You can cash him out. Because he knew. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to, like, I don't know. With a girl, it's different. I agree. If I'm trying to, like, like get to know a girl, of course. No, if, okay. That, that's, that's for sure. Uh, by the way, I don't know why people even have a, a problem with that. Here's, where, so, here's so where the problem is. I'll yeah. say this. That you don't um, own me? No, I'm not no, no, no. I'm not I, buying I, you a $2 movie ticket to have sex with you. I'm sorry. You're not. <laughs> no, I, not I, recently, I recently had this where yeah. I was hanging out with a girl and she didn't offer once to pay. I paid for everything. Breakfast, mm. lunch, dinner, activities. It was like, it, it got to the point where it got under my skin where I'm like, this was like multiple days where I'm like, could you maybe even just maybe offer? All I want you to do is to just offer. Just pretend to reach in. Yeah, and I'll pay for it. Yeah. But it got to the point where I started to actually think, are we going to do another full day of activities where I have to pay and carry her the whole way? Uh, I think that's a justified thing. And, and you have to understand, it gets expensive after a while, man. No, it does get expensive. Um, but I'm not with you on that one. Okay. I, I, fair, I, fair. But I, I, can see, I can see it, but... Yeah, I don't know if I So think you're gonna consistently dish out. Consistently. Without any sort of offering. Like at some point, this don't is you want a girl you're dating? No, I'm not dating. It was like we were like hanging out. Uh like you guys as friends or you we were we weren't a thing. Put yourself in a friend zone. No, we weren't a thing. So so But you're trying to be a thing. Uh, it's, she came she came to hang out. Uh huh. For like a, for a number of days. Were you having sex? Protected. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just reading behind the bucket here. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. I think in either listen, 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 sex listen. or no sex, you should. So, I so, think you should be paying for this. Everything. Yeah, and it, everything. I don't. know. If I was, a, I don't know. Yeah. Everything, bro. The go karts, the the friggin' I, filet I, mignon. I 100 disagree. Yeah. At some point, listen. It, it's on her to if she wants to uh, say something. I disagree, man. Like relationships should be 50-50 in, in every sense, but financially fine. The guy will pay the chivalry, whatever. I'm I'm there for it. Yeah, first you got to pay. At a certain point, at a certain point, don't you think it's nice for them to maybe say, "I can pay for this." Dinner. Oh no, no, it's nice for them or, to say that. Or I'll take you to dinner tonight. Don't you like, don't yeah, you want to yeah, feel yeah, yeah, yeah. a Taking sense of. of you because, want to be little spoon. Well, because otherwise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to be little spoon. That's all. Yeah, little spoon. But, Six foot but, one but, wants to be little. Spoon. But no, but after a while, it's like you're paying for breakfast, lunch, dinner, activities. Like, come on, man, this is not an all expensive paid vacation. I'm, I'm I, okay. You don't don't answer this, but if you're trying to get to know her, or in a way where you're in a relationship, I think you should pay for everything. If she offers, that's an awesome. I mean, that may might have made it work out. Glad it didn't work out. It would have it would have relieved some tension because by like day five or six, yeah, where it got to the point where I'm like, "Fuck!" Yesterday was like a four hundred dollar day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and I'm gonna like, man, that for for a week. Yeah, paying should have hired an escort. Well over a hundred bucks a day. Well over a hundred bucks a day. Damn. Well, obviously, way more than a hundred bucks a day for for their enjoyment. Sure, I want them to have a good time. I want yeah. I want to put set the scene so we can get to know each other in the best scene. Yeah, but. It gets to the point where I'm like, don't you value like my side of things where you could maybe make me feel 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted like maybe a lunch. Maybe a, why don't you just pay for a breakfast? <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> no, but it, like that that's where it comes this from. This is Austin? Yeah. Man, Austin, I'm telling you, they move different. No, no, no. They they weren't from Austin. I don't want to get too into it because it's it's definitely not true anything I'm interested in, but uh, uh you moving back to Toronto or what? <laughs> 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 I, was like, I was like, I was like, man, Austin moves different. <laughs> segue. Come back to Toronto. Or? <laughs> and it's funny is I don't know. Like I'm in Austin for at least uh, five more months, man. And I have to tell my my landlord down there like what I'm doing in three months, two months. So the options right now, oh here we go, would be come back to Toronto. Yeah, would be to go to Las Vegas for one year, Absolutely. or to do one more year in Austin. I'm only gone one more year before I'm back in Toronto anyway. But, uh, like, I don't know. Coming back here, it's like I got I got so much work here. I've got so many friends here. Yeah. Um, I love being in the States. The opportunity down there is unmatched. Yeah, so, yeah. career-wise, I think I'm going to maybe stay in the States for a little bit longer. Yeah, it makes sense. Another, whoa, another six months? Spend the winter there? Double down? Yeah, my lease is up, like, mid-winter. Like, I'm, I... So I got that, I had to pay for that place two months before I even moved in because it would have been gone. Yeah. So I got it in November. Yeah, man. No, you got you got to keep going. I, th- I think you got to keep going in Austin, not Las Vegas. <laughs> F that. I'm oh, sorry. Man, I love Vegas. You, I, I know you love Vegas, but like that's neither here or there. Like it's um, it, you, like if you double down on Austin for another year, you, you have all your shit together there, right? Mm. And then... You know, you double down and then you beef it up, or you come. Tr- uh, yeah, it's it's about ex- life experience, man. This was uh like I wa- I was bored with Toronto life wise. Yeah, and I was like, let's- you can't be bored with Austin. Well, you can. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> you can because like w- I don't work in an office. Yeah. So my friend group is reliant on these social groups, and when these social groups are like, like, blase, like with with responses and, and whatever, it's not really helping my social life. Damn. So at that point, I got to think, okay, maybe I, I join a new team that is more sociable. And so, it, it's, it's, it's not pressure, but like, let's remember, this is a social league. So if you're not social in a social league or you're just no, showing up. I actually up, find that super weird that you're playing kickball and they're not social. Like I just, they, 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 what are we, an elite team? No, 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 no they, you're not elite, bro. You're they are they, they are social. I need to <laughs> let that, they, they're social and they're nice. But there's, there's weeks where we'll try to plan something outside of it. Yeah. Nobody responds. So I'm like, is the social thing just reserved for an hour before the game on Wednesday? Yes, that's why they, it's called a beer league. It's like just the league itself is just a social thing, and that's it. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree. But but we're all there to be social. I'm sorry, I didn't sign up to play kickball. I signed up to play kickball with meeting people. <laughs> Honestly, these type of teams, I'm telling you, like the most social thing they'll do is like, if you die, they'll come out to your funeral, like a th- three, four of them. Will come out. I, I genuinely wearing the jersey. <laughs> hey, Dan, past guys. Um, if anyone wants to come to the service this Sunday, maybe we'll get two thumbs up. Man, most Shit. of it would be like a sad emoji. Like, is anyone going to be at the game next week? Then, like, I don't so, know. Still playing. In general, like it, it's fulfilled a lot of aspects for me. Yeah. But when you are isolated, when your social life is totally dissolved, yeah, you become a background actor. I felt like in Toronto, I was definitely a forefront actor. Yeah, I was getting all this work. At least, yeah. I was getting all this. <laughs> At least supporting work. actor. Yeah, yeah. Minimum supporting actor. <laughs> yeah. In in Austin, I feel like a background actor to everybody because you're you're out of sight, ever out of mind. Yeah, yeah. Right. So unless I have a banger video where people are then reaching out, 
it's it's a much slower pace of living, and I'm just not ready for a slow pace of living at the moment. I like that. So, so Toronto it is. It could be Toronto, man. Like I would have no issue coming back here for sure. I, I, man, here you're you're the main actor, man. People are inviting you to parties. You're saying no to parties. You can't I, come to mine. It's I love fine, it, man. man. I love. It. I'm trying to go to your party. I don't know. I'm double booked, man. He's double booked. I have another party to go to. His brother's actual party or my half birthday party. Yeah. Yo, you should do a half birthday. I'm just saying. I should, man. My it's half birthday a... would have been July 30th, I think. Oh. Which is my brother's birthday. Bro, aren't you <laughs> sick of December birthdays? I've been sick of it. You know? I've been that, sick of That's it. how I'm doing it. Because I'm like, February 13th birthday, that sucks. It it doesn't suck. I actually like the winter, but, you know, it's always the same shit. A fucking dinner indoors and whatever, right? I'm trying to have a party outside on a 100%, pool. 100%. 100%. When is your real birthday? Uh, February 13th. Oh, right. Then August thirteenth. Is- anybody listening right now, please do not have sex in April. N- yeah, Wait, because April plus four. Yeah, nine months. Right. That's December. So it's January. Was it? No. All the people listening, I'm, all the elite guys listening, are only going to have sex in April, so they can have January babies. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, okay. For sports. For for sports, because Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. Here's here's what we need to do. If you're going to have a baby, yeah, do the right thing. Do the right thing. This is my advice from a non. Abort. A single guy Sorry. in his 30s, okay? <laughs> no, God. You're, you're going to do the right thing. You're going to, if you want to have a baby, you're going to have a baby in the months of August until, we'll get. We'll give you December. Wait, you're having sex August to December? Oh, yeah. You're you're going crazy. Okay. In heat. In heat. You'll be. August heat. Yeah. yeah. But anytime after that, stop. Do, do your future kid a favor because being born five days after Christmas... You are consistently caught in that weird. We can all agree those five days are just. You actually have the worst birthday. I have That's worst not birthday. athletic. It's yeah. winter. But no, no. Can I point this out? It's so shit. December thirtieth. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you the the athlete. <laughs> He's not an athlete. No, let me I don't know how you got so tall by that. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Yeah. My, my, so December thirtieth, LeBron James, same birthday as me. Sick. Tiger Woods. Yeah. Ryan Sheckler. These guys are all like top in their sport. It's true. They are top of the sport. Actually, what the hell? What's going on? Yeah, right? Crazy. Why is that? I don't know, man. I don't know. The magic of Christmas. Oh, what the hell? I thought all elite athletes were February, no. January, February. No. Yeah, and then look at February. Amar. <laughs> yeah. Flight attendant like no <laughs> other. Okay, what Damn. was... um? You had a really good topic today. I mean, we we're 26 minutes in at this point, but do you still want to do that topic? Um, Or, nah, or wait till the next... Four months. <laughs> yeah, I think I, th- I think we I think we can. Um, I, th- I think we can wait it out. What is what is the topic? Topic is um, seven questions to ask yourself when you don't know what you want. In what context? What what you want? In what like relationship work? What is it? I, th- I think everything. But you know what? Maybe a better thing to talk about here. Do you have um? Because this basically I have like a saved album of called Podcast Inspo. Okay, mm. it's just shit I see on Instagram, and then I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna save that mm. for that. Uh, what What's your saved shit on Instagram? Like, oh, I don't save shit on Instagram. You don't save anything on Instagram? No, never. Bro, I have like albums. I think I've saved I have albums of shit. Oh my god, saved. No, Look I, this one for myself. Okay, this one I don't want to reveal. Is that a donut? What is that? That's a donut. Yeah, this one's called Make Your Own Secret Menu. And it's like a Oh my god You give it fun names too Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like shit I want to do it Like a creme brulee donut <laughs> You realize I love this man you, yeah. give, you give these things Fun titles Even though you're the only one Going to see them Exactly 100% <laughs> um, Make your own secret menu Yeah Creative Toronto food Yeah you, 
people need to start saying you don't save no so i have two two photos saved ever <laughs> and it's uh i was going to palm springs in 2019 and yes. they're just cool photo spots so i, I saved two of them yeah see and then i would have albumed that to palm springs yeah make and, make your own fun photo shoot. <laughs> make your own make your own springs yeah <laughs> do your own palm springs um I, I, so I like this because it, it definitely relates. I definitely have a sense of uh, loss of direction at the moment. If okay. I'm being completely honest with you guys, um, like I'm, I'm very confident in the way my career is going, but I'm definitely having nights and mornings where I'm lying in bed, looking at the roof going, man, what are you doing? What are you, like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. Because for the past six years, I was on a trajectory where every year was better than the last here in Canada. But you alter that, you, you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, which I don't regret. But now you start to question, was that the right thing? What am I doing with my life? Where am I going? Like, Nah, so. man, you know this best. You've said it before. You know this. Uh, it's like, you know, there's that cycle of like it's, you know, it's, it's it goes down and it goes up. It and ebbs and it's going to go. Yeah, but like I feel like it flows harder than it ebbs, if that's the word. Well, what, what I've done is not uh, like I. To, to give myself credit, what I've done is what a lot of people are scared to do, yeah. which is move move your entire life somewhere else where you don't know. So I did that out of interest of feeling these feelings. I yeah. wanted to feel uncomfortable because anytime I've had a sense of major growth, it's been through a very uncomfortable situation. True. So I was like, I need, I need that again. Um, it's time for me to make my story more interesting, try to get some U.S. deals and opportunity. So I do the move. Um, I, I love the city. Yeah. But I'm at a point now where every day is the Truman Show. I wake up and every minute is almost the exact same. Go to the gym, Charlie to the park, and I work all day. That's why I hate dogs. Why? They put you in this whoa, whoa, routine you, that sucks. You hate, you hate dogs? Man, you're the biggest villain on the planet right now. I, I'm sure I am, but don't get me wrong. No, don't I, don't actually, own no. that shit. Don't own that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure you I hate am. dogs? I no, I'm sure you guys would. would. Oh, wrong one. So I hate dogs. I, I think... Um, I don't know. I run dogs. I think I think dogs like me. Um, Not after this, man. They they dogs know when you're a dog person. No, no, no. Dogs dogs are 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 like such weird characters that the more you neglect them, the more they love you. I'd be the owner of a rescue. Same <laughs> before they get you know. Listen, <laughs> like no, don't try to be a hero now. You, no, no, you, know, you just said you hate dogs. No, 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 I'm, not, I'm, not, no I'm not trying to be a rescue. I'm, I'm saying you rescue dogs off me. You know you. You get the, you know, because you're always like, where did this rescue come from? Like, well, who is the last owner? I'd be the last owner. Oh, that's awful. Man. Yeah. I don't know what happens with these dogs. <laughs> that you I think I them. like you a little less now. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's shit. fine. Oh, okay. Hold you, on. Let me just abusive. stick to my damn topic. All I want to say is, is dogs. <laughs> I've never seen someone dig themselves a hole so bad. Yeah. I, I just want to say that dogs put you in a routine that is so shit. For you as a human being, I disagree, man. Dogs bring so much. You literally just said you're in the Truman Show because you got a gym. No, no, no. no, no. If we're talking about if we're talking this, about what then... dogs have done for me, man, Charlie's done more for me and my mental health than anything could ever get close to. Fine. The amount of love I have for something like that is insane. Fine. I, I've never had that love for anything in my life. Yeah, man. it's because it's not it's not the love. It's because you have an excuse to say no to people. Ah, sorry, I can't come out to your party. Mm-hmm. I got Charlie. No, I'm not. I'm not like that. Take care of Charlie. I want to go to the parties, yeah. man. 100. percent I'm not one to turn things down for an excuse. You've never used Charlie as an excuse. That's uh, no. That's okay, here's so what I'll say. Bullshit. The only time I may have ever used Charlie for an excuse was if somebody wanted to do like a 12 hour day of like activities. Yeah, like in a group that I didn't like. Recently, there was a big group going out, and I'm like. 
Like I can go for half. I yeah. wanted to go out, but I didn't want to do 12 hours, man. And I, I actually can't because I do have a dog. You can't, it's unfair to leave him inside for 12 hours. Yeah. No, it is. Imagine I told you you can't piss or shit. You see, that all I'm, all I'm saying is, okay, this is about the rescue thing, okay, is I would be the type of person that would leave the dog for 12 hours. Oh my! I hate and then forget, you. Be like, oh, I fucking shit. hate you, man. And then work calls, and I gotta go on a trip. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, he's gotta stay for another twelve hours. No <laughs> way, no way. I love dogs. Dogs are. I genuinely on this planet think humans do not deserve I dogs. Hate that shit so much. You may hate that, and I, that may sound hallmark. That's wild. But it is so authentically true. The, the the unconditional love that you've even referenced, yeah, where dogs will love you no matter how much you neglect them, is such an unfair trait to give to such a sweet creature. Why should they have to do that? But they do it. They, you, you walk in, you leave to take the garbage out, and you come right back, and they're so hyped to see you. Dan, if you afford me the same, the same, I'm, I'm not going to do this, but if you afford me the same things you do for Charlie, obviously I'll be like, if, I, if I'm waiting at home, if you come home every day and I'm there for you, waiting, ah, dance you, dance you, dance you, you'd be like, this guy's weird, bro. No, the problem is, and that's, that's part of the problem, is that it doesn't work for humans. This is exclusive to dogs or, or cats. Like, we love these Cat, creatures. Cats don't. No, both. The, the, the beautiful thing is these these creatures reflect however we love. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Everyone has different love styles, right? And so no matter what, you get this creature that will mimic or, or embrace your love style so you feel complete. Yeah. Like that. That's what it is about dogs, man. So I'm 100% team dog. I post about them all the time because I think they're so funny. I will stick to that. I don't think humans deserve them because humans can be such awful things. Anytime someone says or does something mean to a dog... I think you're a scum of the fucking earth, man. No, our, you know, uh, we can agree that there. Okay? You just said you'd be the abusive person. No, I, you know, it's just a matter of talking, <laughs> a matter of conversation, <laughs> you know? I don't uh, think, I don't, in all fairness, I don't think your lifestyle works with a dog. Because, no chance. Because you're traveling all the time. And and I'm get, I'm allergic to allergens and nah, that's whatever bullshit the fucking excuse. dog I hate that shit. Where it's like, yeah, I can't, I can't, I'm allergic. No, fuck that. <laughs> my my best friend Lou had had a cat bro I Hold I would, on. okay go on I would just show up and I would just start crying every, every cuz they're so beautiful man that's your heart telling every you every opening is just is inflamed wait wait every opening every it, my every <laughs> every single opening Holy shit. my yeah my no, ears is, my nose my is, lower nose everything this is the world telling you this is how much you love cats no nah. that's what it is well I'm telling you that's what it is so damn you're wrong Okay, let's get let's get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually genuinely curious to get some advice here on. Um, All right, so I don't know these. You go through them. And let's see. Uh, by Brianna Weist, got a check mark. On I think we've done say. something from. Is it Weist? Weist, maybe. We, what, what what's the what company? Article. No, there's no company. She just. Uh, so you just went on a author. Website. Oh, maybe this will. Uh, this is why. Author of 101 essays that will change the way you think. I feel like you've read that book. Definitely not, but okay. Or The Mountain Is You. Anyways. Oh! Mountain Is You? Oh my God, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so an amazing book, man. She's the author of it. Uh, that's why I know that name. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, seven questions to ask yourself when you don't know what you want. Beautiful. I don't know what I want. Um, what's, oh, I hate this one, the first one. Um, well, you, then it's six. You gotta give us all seven. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you six. <laughs> uh, you can't be skipping. Okay, the first one sucks, but whatever. What's one small, inconsequential thing I already know is a yes? The way you take your coffee in the morning, one small, tiny part of your daily routine, your favorite shirt, a person that you know okay, you love. Okay, so, so it's, it's, what it's doing is it's priming the senses 
for a sense of uh, stability in your choices? Yeah. What do you know is a yes for sure? Well, I know my coffee will work if I do this. My This is the way I'm living currently. True. I know how my Truman Show days work, and that's why everything is in blocks. I know how it's going to work. I know how the turnout's going to be. So, yeah, but is that a good way to find out what you want? No, it's not a good way to find out what you want, but it's a stepping stone for sure. Like, I feel like the whole thing of like knowing what you want is you got to go out and get lost and yeah. kind of try new things, right? Absolutely. And I think what she's trying to say here is you got to get your bearings right. Like when you wake up in the morning, you got to have that one for sure yes. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, the sun rises from the east. And so, and so what I'm doing is my whole day, I've made my whole day yeses. I know it's going to work. So the amount of risk, I spent the first four months in Austin as risk chasing. Uh, but now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I kind of want the surefire things. True. Right. Anyway. Uh, see, I don't know. That's why I didn't like it. But anyways. Okay. What is my fear? This is a good one, mm. I think, for you, for everyone, actually. What is my fear trying to protect? Fear, uh, fear shields where interest lies. Fear is the unconscious way of expressing not what we don't want, but how much we want to keep what we do want safe. Man, you're going to have to clarify that one. Yeah, so she's saying like fear isn't like you fearing something, you being scared of something isn't because um, you don't want that thing. No, I get that. It's not because it's, you're actually scared. You're actually just trying to protect what you do want, right? Um, so she's saying like you're, she's trying to, you're trying to put like you moving to Austin, maybe you being scared of moving to Austin or whatever was you trying to protect your peace. You trying to protect, um, your money. Mm, I so, got you. I so got actually you, I what got you. you do want I is peace, money, friends, all this. Okay. I don't like that one. I really See? don't like it. That. I don't That's know, fair. Brianna. No, no, no. I, I get the, the insight behind it. Like, yeah. like for me like right now, I'm sort of like. I don't know if I want to necessarily move back to Toronto. And the reason why, I, I want to move back to Toronto. But a part of me is like, if I move back to Toronto, am I going to be faced with people that are saying my one year in Austin was a fail? Like, are they going to deem it and view it? Even though they've got no right to decide what my success or fail scale is. Yeah, so in this situation, she's saying what you actually do want, which is what you're trying to protect, is you actually want the wins. The, here, um, for example, if I ask a girl out on a date, Right, I'm not afraid of rejection because it's embarrassing. It's this. It's that. I'm actually afraid of rejection because I'm losing that connection. Does that make sense? No, I I don't like. I don't know if I like this one. Like your fear of rejection. My fear of rejection is actually because you love the connection. You know what I mean? Like you're you're protecting what you do want. What you do want is connecting with this girl. No, so no, I, so really shouldn't not. I try? Anyway, okay, let's just do the next one. I, I, I think the insight is falling short. Here, here, she's underlined this. Okay, let's just try one more time. You're afraid <laughs> of failure because validation is your desire. You're afraid of change because consistency is your desire. Yes, of course, of course, man. That seems obvious to me, well, Brianna. Like you're scared. I like that you said it's obvious. Well, okay. in that sense, it's obvious. Yeah, like you, you. You're scared of change because you want stability. Exactly. Well, yeah, but but the whole reason why like somebody does a life change is because you want to hit the next level of stability. That's it. Because anytime you have stability, it's got a shelf life, I find, where it'll last you maybe a year, maybe two years, but then you get mundane. 
Mm. You get into a flow of like, this is so predictable. My life feels very vanilla and like, I don't, there's no excitement. And if you look back to when you were a kid, why we all were like loving being a kid was because every day was something new. Yeah. And you're trying out different things. You're trying all these new things. And you're not even thinking about, I want stability because there is no stability at that age. Everything's so new. Yeah. But I think you can have a vein of stability like what I do and also do seeds of risk and, and change. And yeah, like and like a new hobby, a new hobby, a new sports team, all that stuff. And you rug to tuft. Yeah. It, well, it's true. Like even like the seed of like rough t- rug tufting, it yeah. started out with like one little, Let one me little t- thing. I can give some insight. Or even resin started out one little thing. I thought my career was done now twice in my life. Like I was in Toronto back in, I think, uh, 2020, obviously yeah. during the pandemic. I was walking Charlie one night. And I was super in my head, and I was thinking, I think we're done, man. Like, I think we're done. The views have sort of... You talked to Charlie about this? In my head. I'm talking to myself. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I th- the views have sort of capped off. Uh, the algorithm's not in favor. I'm busting my ass, and nothing's popping off. I actually remember this part. So I think I'm done. And then I went to, like, the bar. This was before TikTok. So I go to the bar one night, and then I see TikTok getting traction. And I'm like, okay, let's just upload a video on TikTok. And it was this uh, cooler where I sticker bombed the top. I put all these stickers on, resined it. It gets like a million views. Yeah. Get all these followers. And most of the comments were, oh my God, Dan, I, I used to watch you. I lost your account. Now I'm so glad you're back. And then from there, my career went higher than it ever had been. Yeah. I then got a studio, started rug tufting. It went even higher because of rug tufting. And I'm now at a phase again where I'm in Austin where I've climbed these stages and every time before a next evolution... Yeah, I met with this dark day of, I think we're done. I don't know how much longer we can do this. Not because of self-belief, but because of uh, success rates. Yeah. Like I'm in a weird phase in Austin. Like, like I've, my brand has grown four times in the, in six months than I have in 10 years here in Canada. That's the beauty of the United States is the opportunity and the growth and the seriousness that people take you yeah. is, is unmatched. It's diff- also it's, it's sorry. It's also that thing that like Steve Jobs says of like uh, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. Yeah, yeah. And like you thinking like it's dead now. Yeah. Y- you're not seeing. I mean, it's hard to see it forward. But then now looking back, it's like oh shit, that was so. I think it's it, so obvious how that worked out for me. Exactly that. I think it's sort of like uh, at the end of every day, you sort of have this thing where you're like, okay, I should go to bed. We're gonna mm. wrap up the day. It's done. You go to bed and you wake up and a new day starts. And I think that's sort of the way I can relate to these feelings is it's just from, it's time for me to go to bed at that stage of my life or that stage of my career. True. Cause when that happens every single time, and I, I'll always reflect on these moments where I thought I was done. I in every fiber of my body, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I love what I'm doing, but I just don't know if there's a place anymore for me. Yeah. And then it's like, boom, get punched in the face with all these views and opportunity. And I'm like, how did I stopped? And this is where most people go wrong. Most people view that it's time to go to bed theory and they think I'm actually done and they call it quits. I would say eight out of 10 people do. Yeah, yeah. But, but the ones that make it through are the ones that are like, I have to just, let's just try. And I think that's, we have issues in letting go, which is, which is where the strength comes in, right? True. Um, which is why, yeah, in certain relationships, it takes me 10 months to get over somebody because it's like, I have issues uh, letting go to certain aspects. But that, where that shines is in career opportunity. I have, I have issue letting go of what I'm doing. So I'm not going to let go. I'm going to keep going. And when you keep going, eventually you're going to hit another wave of success where you find yourself again. 
Yeah, but I think you have like a good balance of uh, like that whole keep going mentality, which is like, you know, that uh, that coal miner that's like, or whatever, the diamond miner that's like one more, yes, one yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. one more dig, one hundred from, from the diamond, and then the other one who just quits. Um, but then also, you're not putting yourself in a trap where you just keep digging and digging endlessly, and like you're still following that like twenty eighty rule, which is like, okay, hey, we've seen YouTube through; it's not giving me the love back. Now I'm going to try something else. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to give me, you know, uh, it's going to give me so much more love. And then by diversifying, you know what I mean? I think the issue is if, pe- if people keep like drilling at the same thing, expecting different results. Like, isn't that a saying? Like the actual definition of insanity is doing yeah, yeah, the yeah. same thing a thousand times and expecting a different result. Yeah, but you got to balance that with the diamond is just one more try away. 100%. So but, like, but, I think that's a good balance. Yeah, you know it's crazy. There's some advice in life that it doesn't matter who tells you it or when they tell you it. At least for me, yeah. um, it doesn't stick. It never will. It goes in one ear and out the other because I can't relate to what you're saying. But I, and I wish somebody out there could listen to say like, "There's been times yeah. where you're gonna think it's done. You're gonna think it's done, but that's literally like the twenty percent. It's about to explode, man. Yes. And the second you actually absorb that understanding, it is going to explode. It's always, it's, you're always going to have a growth moment if you keep going. The only time you won't is when you quit. And I think most people get so uncomfortable, and rightfully so, it is, it is the most stress-inducing time. Um, you, you go on to something new. And the problem is, is that's now dead in the water, and the opportunity that was just one strike away, it will forever be one strike away. Because, yeah, that's crazy for you, man. It's like, uh, and again, please like, take this as every, like for everyone, really. But it's like, I don't know, you have like, I think at the time it was like 500, 600,000 subscribers on YouTube when you were like hating on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then you had to start a friggin' account on TikTok at like zero followers, mm-hmm. zero posts. You know, like that to anyone oh. I think would be like mm. fear inducing. Yes. Of like, man, now I got to be like, um, you know, I got I to be like zero followers again and then build it up. And then so that's a stressful moment, but then the growth comes and then you just... That goes up, and because that goes up, the YouTube goes up, and it's like everything goes up. I wish, man, I wish people in general wouldn't quit. And I know there's probably some evil that would come if we all had that, yeah, that theory, of course. But I just wish most people wouldn't quit. And I think most people quit, and it's a, it's a shame because like we all have friends where we think so highly of them, and we know that they don't think half of high as them. You know, like they don't True. think of themselves as as great as we think they are. I think that's all friends. Every single friend you have, I bet you think way higher of them than they do of themselves. Yeah, I would agree. And I think it's vice versa. I think my friends believe in me more than I... I believe in myself, but I think they think higher of me. Yeah. And it's like, it's something that's so true over the 12 years I've done this. It's like, if I had stopped, man, if I had stopped, I never would have been here. So like... There's certain circumstances where you have to quit. You wouldn't have been on a bucket, bro. I wouldn't be here in a bucket <laughs> recording in a garage. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just don't don't quit. Don't quit. All right. Well, then this one. See, this one's actually good. What opportunities do I have right now that I might not have again? Oh, beautiful. Man, youth. Youth. Youth, man. The, the whole reason why I moved my entire life was because I'm not connected to anybody. Yeah. And I can do it now. When I start to have a family, I start to have, be in a committed relationship, I'm obviously going to respect my partner, right? And you can't just do that. You can't just move to Las Vegas. I think you could, man. No, you couldn't. No, no you man, because the risk is harder. So, like, the gains should be higher as well. That's not how it works. That's how, that's how immigrants work. 
That's how my dad works. Yeah, wait, you, 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 <laughs> what I mean by that is like you have to factor. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying you're talking shit about immigrants. What I'm saying actually is like you're you're respecting that. Like how crazy isn't that crazy? We no, here's here's what I mean. Imagine by you're that. 40 with two kids. If I, let's say I get into a committed relationship in Austin, and I'm now like, hey, I'm going to move back to Toronto. Yeah, I have to factor in one. Do I do I still want that relationship? Yeah. If it's yes, I have to factor in what my partner's going to do. There is none of this bully mentality where it's like, you want to be with me, you're coming with me. Yeah, no, no, of course. You know, so so that's to answer the question. But then like, when you move there, you're like, I got to do this for my partner, you know? Oh, if there's fuel, no doubt. Like way higher yeah. fuel. Of course, there's pressure. But yeah. I just think um, to answer the question, what I have now, what I won't have ever again is I'm in a very free flowing state where I can pick up and just go. And that's exactly what I did. I picked up out of Toronto and I went to a city I didn't know anybody. And now from there, I'm like, I go to Las Vegas because I can. Yeah. There's a reason I'm single at this age, of course. And it's not because I'm unsuitable of a partner. That's absolutely not the reason. The reason is because I'm, there is a part of me that's a little bit nomadic. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, slightly avoidant to certain people. Cause I'm like, I kind of still want to do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So she says, if you can imagine this moment in your life from the perspective of yourself, 10 plus years down the line, which I think is such a good thing to do, you know, like, 10 years ago, mm. you're you're thanking the Dan 10 years ago mm -hmm. that put you in that situation where, you know, he took the risk of whatever, starting or, or keeping oh, going yeah, yeah, on yeah, YouTube yeah. and all this. Don't and the 10 that, plus, oh, I love that shit. Don't you do, like from now. Like I, I do this for my future brother. No, but do you have something from 10 years ago that you're thankful you did 10 years ago? Here's, oh, here, yeah, here's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the trip across Canada you did. Had you not done that, you wouldn't have been in this lifestyle. True. Right? You wouldn't be a flight attendant. Because yeah, that was a direct correlation. I think that's a direct correlation, and I think it's going to be a direct correlation for many other things that I'm about, like, right. not about to do, but going to do. Right. Mm. Right. Very ominous. <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to do? I'm not, <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad ominous. It's not like I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, yeah. It's because I did this 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it's, so I do this. When I was 22, <laughs> yeah. I was in this situation where I was sort of forced to move to the States. I actually got a letter from the government saying, you either pursue this sponsorship to get your citizenship yeah. or we, we abandon it. So basically you come live here for 30 consecutive months yeah. or we're, we're canceling it. So I was in a long-term relationship and I met with uh, VJs, which are like the, the video hosts at like sort of MTV. Yeah. So I, I had some meetings with them in Toronto and I said, what would you guys do? And they, all their advice was, Dan, go to the States. We're all trying to get there in the entertainment world. That's where it's at. Damn. And so I was like, fuck, this is like, this is not for me, but I went anyway. And I look back at that, Dan, I'm like, man, thank you so much for the years of discomfort because you gave me an opportunity to be a dual citizen that so many people wish they had. Yeah. You know? When he could have just been a comfortable dog. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. What's most notable to me about other people's lives? Yikes. Here we go. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what we find beautiful about someone else is often a facet of our own beauty we cannot see. Oh. Oh. What we dislike about someone else's choice very often contains within the elements of traces of... Okay, basically, it's... Um, so a lot of times you hate on others uh, because you see yourself in them. Oh, this is... And sometimes you love others because you see like, yourself in this them. This is like um, someone that's extremely homophobic. Usually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. usually... Uh, yeah, yeah has tendencies. Yeah, has has tendencies to swing that way. Yeah, that's the most man. That is the most truest thing. 
It happens all the time. So here's another one. That what? Here, yeah, yeah. Here's one. So <laughs> on TikTok or whatever. Yeah. Have you ever seen those people, the, the, the predator chasers? Yes. That are just obsessed, obsessed to get these child predators. They're, yo, they're also, I'm not going to say they're the weirdest people because they're, they're obviously they're weird, hunting man. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't have to support But them. they are weird. They're and weird as shit. And it gets to the point where I'm like, your obsession, and I, we can all agree it's bad what, what, who they're chasing down. They're, yes. What they're doing is awful. Yeah. But the obsession of these guys to be this heroic making videos about it yeah. gets to the point where I'm like, I'm starting to question why you're so obsessed and trying to put the light so far on someone else. Yeah. And there's been times where they've actually been caught doing that too. So anytime somebody is, is like overly passionate about uh, telling somebody to, to do something yes. based off of their own thing, it will reflect back as, as something. So I do agree with this point. Yeah, overpassion sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a little weird. Yeah, it can be a bit of an orange flag. Yeah, like overpassion for dogs. Nah. Oh, nah. I will be overpassionate about dogs. I love dogs. But but also, don't you see that like in um, in social media? I think a lot of people like will tell you, "Oh, Dan, you should you should do this," or you know, you should do that. But like, really, they're just trying to internalize it to themselves of saying like, "I want to do this." Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I think from doing social media, I can, I, I can finally understand where hate comments come from. Oof. Like, I, I understand where they come from. I will not say that they don't hurt. Yeah, yeah. And I think anybody that says they don't care what people think is, is lying. Yeah. I, I, oh, I will bet everything on it. Someone that goes like, I don't care what people think. I do my own thing. No, I think you actually care a lot more. Genuinely. True. Genuinely, I think so. Uh, I would absolutely say I care what people think. But I do know when I get a hate comment that is so fueled and you know nothing about me, um, I know that you're struggling and it doesn't hit like it used to. It hurt before. Now just, yeah. But now it comes from a place of, oh, that's interesting. You're you're hurt, man. But that, that's a part of, um, hmm. you, you ever, <laughs> this is so bad. You ever get hit as a kid or no? This is not my trauma for dogs, okay? <sighs> no, I didn't get hit. I mean, spanks. Okay. So. Get spanked. Uh, a lot of Arabic kids get hit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say this about my mom. My mom didn't do this. Okay, uh, but a lot of Arabic kids get hit, and uh, part of the growth, okay, is that when you first get hit as a kid, you're like, "Oh man, this hurts," and like I did something bad, and all this. And then when you go, when you grow up, you're like, "Oh shit, they were having a tough time when they mm. were hitting you." Oh, well, and it's like, oh, yeah. bro, you're hurt. Ooh, that well, and well, that. Here's that's a very very interesting take. Yeah, and that makes you look at like, well, in my case it was Arabic parents, but um, it makes you look at that like, oh Absolutely. man, you were having a tough time. Absolutely. And, and well, same, same thing with like you know your parents, uh, not your parents, but like anyone else, anyone's parents that like talks shit to them or whatever. You know, in the beginning, obviously it hurts you, but then there comes a part of growth when you're like, oh shit, you saying that to me. Hurt you more if, than hurt me. First off, if you ever get to that point. The, the, the sad thing about that is when people don't get to that point. I yeah. feel bad, man. It, it it taints their growth to a point where they actually now become a bully to others. Because they, that's all they knew. Yeah. And it's it's really not their fault in that way. But yeah, it's... um when There's a weird stage of life when you start to realize the human in your parents. Yeah. Like when you see them as, as humans and not these... They know everything that they say is right. It's, it's, a, it's a shift. And I think it's a natural shift you have to go through so you can view your parents as, as friendly figures as you get older. <laughs> yeah. like, like, that's the best way to look at it. Because if you're consistently afraid of your parents, I don't know if, the, like, you shouldn't be afraid of your parents your whole life. 
There was one time my my mom had this move where she's like, basically, okay, so we used to get hit by like slippers, right? So she's like, go and pick this. You like pick your weapon. <laughs> you pick the weapon that you're gonna get hit with. You know? Oh I mean? man, why don't you pick like a pillow? <laughs> no, you can't pick a pillow, bro. <laughs> Wait, there's rules to what you can pick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bro, honestly, back in Iraq, it was like it's like 40, 50 degrees, uh, which is I don't know, hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Um, some some people would get hit by like garden hoses with like the metal side of the garden hose and Man, in, that's abuse in 40 degrees that's that shit abuse. is elastic anyways whatever that is so abuse my mom, my mom was like go pick the slipper for you to get hit with right so you don't want something too flexible Man, that has like too I'm much going like, over whip. there and i'm feeling as squishy yeah as yeah, yeah like you, you don't want a whip one you know and yeah, you don't those, want a heavy one like the thin hotel ones <laughs> yeah, that, that shit that's a that's a yeah when that connects whip. because they're flat bottoms right so when that hits and moldable because they're thin they like mold to your face so everything is a flat hit. yeah it, it fully will slap everything <laughs> yeah. yeah so anyways i pick whatever <laughs> I, I pick out like a foam some you know like Chinatown one and uh, i give it to her <laughs> for her to slap me with and then as she's slapping you know, because you always look, you, you look up at your mom. She's like, she's always been the older figure. She's, she's your mom. You know, you look up to her. And then I look and I was like, wait, I'm, I'm taller than this girl. I'm taller than her. Wait, wait, wait. did you have a moment where you stood up and go, no more? <laughs> Basically, I, and I just, all I did was put my arm out when she was hitting me. I just blocked it. Oh, Oh, you beat this ism. Bro, I blocked it and it's as if I hit her myself. She looks at me, she's like... <gasps> You want to hit me? You want to hit me? My my son wants to hit me. I was like, what the fuck? You're hitting me, dog. Oh, no, she's <laughs> gaslighting you. <laughs> she's gaslighting as if, like, my block is going to, like, come and, like, slap her back. She's like, no, she's gaslighting you for beating the system. Dude, she, That's hilarious. she called my dad. She's like, your son wants to hit me. And he's oh, like, wow. he has no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Don't block your mom hitting Man, me. That's hilarious. You beat the system, and what she went with was... Oh shit! I gotta vilify this kid. <laughs> she totally did. Yeah, she's like, wait. All I did was block a slipper. Yeah. She's like, oh wait, you want to hit me? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Spinning the story. I was like, the fuck? Genius <laughs> move. Amazing. That's genius. She got that physical and emotional abuse. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Brianna. What? Weast. Uh, what? What point is this? What point is it? This is. Uh, you got three more. So this is uh-huh. number five. Uh, what makes my body subtly contract and shrink? What makes it open and expand? Oh, a thick Latina. <laughs> Is that what we're going with? <laughs> well, I know the first one, I think she's just trying to make it poetic, but basically she's saying, what makes my body cringe? What makes me cringe? <laughs> yeah, this is me. This is millennials take on this. Uh, what makes my body cringe and what makes it open and expand? So what am I embracing? What am I rejecting? Yeah. Uh, uh, God, man, she has so many big words. People need to stop using big words. It doesn't I gotta mean say, anything. Where the brain can overlay narratives. Oh, no, fuck. No, keep going. I, I can understand it. No, we can understand <laughs> it, but like, who gives a shit? Like, why not just say what makes me cringe? It's so much harder. Like, I don't know. Where the brain can overlay narratives of what is right and wrong, the body has a greater, deeper, fuller wisdom. The brain can lie to us, but the body cannot. Bullshit. Where our conscious minds fail us, our bodies often step it and intervene. Basically, some things close you up and other things make you oh, open I agree. to the world. I agree. I agree too if she had just said it that way. I think a sense of humor in somebody makes me open up huge mm. because then I feel safe to like expand myself. Not necessarily that I tell bad jokes, like, like risky jokes, but the fact that I could 
tell a joke and not fear this sense of like awkwardness judgment. True. Like I finally realized why am I so awkward in the gym? I go to this new gym and every morning, okay, we sit in a circle after working out as we're stretching, stretching out the, the workout. Yeah. And we, we say, oh, my name is so-and-so. And there's a question. What, what job do you do? Or what, what TV show would you want to be in? True. And every time I answer honestly, I get met with a sense of like, what the fuck? And I hate it. <laughs> then I go home. I drive home pissed off more than I was when I started the gym. <laughs> so I question why I'm even there anymore. Like the, the reason- And not one person looked at you like, yo, that's my guy. No, not one. Well, one did. So recently, one of the, one of the things was- um, who do you want to have dinner with dead or alive? Yeah. So I'm like, I would love to have dinner with Tom DeLonge. And almost the whole thing was like, what? Who? What? Because yeah. the they're all like, <laughs> I want to have dinner with Jesus. And I want to have Obama. Like, okay, but Jesus is a good answer. Sure, I'm just saying answer. compared to Tom but DeLonge. It, it becomes this dick measuring contest where it's like, yeah, yeah. you're not even being honest. You're just trying to be the most poetic. <laughs> yeah. You know? So one time they're like, okay, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, this is going to fucking fall flat, right? <laughs> so everyone's like, I'm an accountant. I'm a teacher. I'm like a firefighter, like all traditional. And then it gets to me and I'm like, I make resin sculptures with food. <laughs> <laughs> what? Give us an example. I, 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 I put, put nuggets. nuggets <laughs> turn it into a clock. clock. <laughs> it gets more schizophrenic. It's as a it, nugget clock. You understand? It, it's, <laughs> it's weird. And then I say, well, I also make custom rugs. Doesn't help. And then I try to save it. And I go, well, I also recently started getting into collecting vintage film and old home movies. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, let's just fucking move on. You know, like, I think a part of that I've realized, I told my mom this the other day. I, like, I think I, you should just tell people I'm a successful YouTuber. I, like, it's at well, this point so much easier. <laughs> I don't want to, um, I don't want to say what I'm about to say thinking, don't take this as I think I'm higher than. No, no, of course. I don't think I'm the average person. Yes. And I, and I, I, and I say that in a way that I don't think I'm, uh, like like societal's comfort norms. By the way, everyone listening to this, I know we all think we're above average. Not keep it moving. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> 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 no, I just I know I know someone's listening to this, but like, oh, this guy thinks he's over. No, everyone, everyone, okay, ever yeah, in yeah. life thinks yeah. they're above average. I think so. We all in think some way getting, or another. But, but so keep it moving. <laughs> this is this is what I'm trying to say. Is like I, I'm trying to say this in a context that people won't take it that way. Yep. So what I'm saying is. Everything about what I do for a living, untraditional. The yep. hours, the, the ideas, the concepts, maybe even sometimes uh, the way I dress. Yep. It's just not super conventional. And I know there's a million and one people that are the same. The problem is the million and one of us go into society where there's 10 million of them. Mm. So, for example, I go to the gym. I say my honest answers. I say, this is what I do for a living amongst all these accountants and nine-to-fivers. True. And it lands and it falls flat on a very consistent basis that... I go about the world thinking, like, is this place even for me? Not the world, <laughs> society. I definitely, and Austin is as inflated that. I look around and I go, am I just fucking built different? And not built different in like, a, I'm superior, but like built different in a way that just doesn't work with most people. I see what you're saying. A girl that's, uh, that's wearing black leggings and jean jacket mm -hmm. goes around in the world and says, and like meets other hers. And then they can say, oh, wow, yeah, like, we could be friends and shit like this. Yeah, yeah. But because you're yeah, so yeah. unconventional. Yeah. The shit, and yeah, yeah, you're yeah, wearing yeah. a tiger on your shirt. Yeah. It's like a linen, it's Ter not linen. Terry cloth. Like terry cloth, yeah, it's a, terry, it's a towel cloth. Yeah. Towel cloth with a tiger on it. Yeah. Right? You know, it's hard for someone to be like, I see myself in that person. Yes. You, okay. So I can't be friends. Perfect. I don't know if I can be friends. You know what it is? It's like, um, the, I see groups of friends. Like, I know people that are shy. Yeah. And I'm like... I see, I follow them on social media. I'm like, you moved to a new place 
and look at the friend group and the depth that you guys have. Sure, it's social media, so I don't know if it's true. Yeah. But I'm like, look at that. I go to a new place and I struggle to find a group that is just deep connected to me. I'm so I can't like unhear this. <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like you're like some like twelve year old camp kid that has access to a podcast <laughs> and you're just going to different camps. Yeah, today in circle time, I said I want to talk to Doc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is kind of yeah. like that, but like that, that to me kind of makes me cringe a bit. But I, I get is Austin thing. just one big summer camp? <laughs> no, it's definitely not a summer. Because you're playing kickball on Tuesdays so. <laughs> <laughs> and circle time. I'm, I'm trying to turn that in. No, the, the whole gym thing is that it's um, it just it just opened up, so they are trying to build a community, and oh, by doing that, that but but and back to my point is that. My friends on such a deep level, you've known me since high school. Yeah. So you 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 know who I am. You've had years to understand, and I know who you are. I've years to understand yeah. you. Whereas, I I went on a recent like uh, event day with this group of people. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just see if I can connect. And I'm like, I can't fucking connect. And I'm like, I f- I think I think I'm a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, no, but it's true. You can't connect deep with a person. I can't. I can't. But, but I look at them and I'm like, I, I, I feel like you guys are being so inauthentic that it just works with you. You all are just playing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I sometimes, I look at my life and go, man, like, I don't know why I can't make friends like so. No, well. again, like, man, it's like it's the whole connecting the dots forward. You can't, you can't look back at it. You know, like. I've always said this. There's no chance I can bring someone right now to the crew and be like, hey, guys, we have a new crew member. Right. That's just not, it's not possible. Right. You're tightly knit. Yeah. But if I look back at it, there's so many friends that I met, like, so I, you know, I met my guys like 15 years ago, but there's so many people I've brought in five years, 10 years, not brought in, but like, you know what I mean? Like that are now, I would say, part of the crew okay here but looking forward i i can't imagine making friends with someone that hard that so that's the question then do you think you could meet another luai luai being one of your best friends at this age yeah i used to say no but i feel like i've experienced now to say that yes i totally can really yeah yeah interesting i i I know i agree i agree yeah i agree i just think um yeah I think one out of like maybe 50 people I meet are ones that I genuinely carry the, the, and I think that, that obviously I'm accountable for something there. Yeah. Maybe I'm just unaware. Yeah. But don't you know people that you follow on social media that you're like, how can you go to any environment and just have 900 friends? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't you think there's gotta be a red flag there to some capacity? Like, are, are they being real or are they just playing to the crowd? Um, I think I'm one of those people. Um, and I can certainly say, I don't know, I did a strengths quest one time. Have you ever done that? Like a personality test? Strength quest? It's called strengths quest. No. Anyways, it's like a personality test. It oh, just done, tells okay, you, okay, I've done tells you what your five yeah. strongest things is. Uh, and like one of my like apparently strongest per- personality traits is, it's called woo. Mm-hmm. And it's like wooing people. It's like I, I genuinely do get like a little high off winning people over. Mm-hmm. Right? Um... And I feel like that's how I can like go to other things. It's not like a game I'm playing or don't you get shy? Do you get shy? Yeah, in some parts. In some parts. <laughs> in, in, some well, parts in, sh- in some parts, I get shy. Some <laughs> uh, no, I get shy. Like I think that's what I'm struggling. But I'm not really that shy. I'm think, not shy at all, actually. I'm not shy at all. But then all of a sudden, I just discovered you're not shy. You're saying you're you want to talk to Dom, Tom Delong. <laughs> 
No, I, I, I want, I want to be able to have like a connection with people much easier than I think I see some people. It's, it's just a weakness of mine. I can admit it. Like some people are so fucking good at making friends. You ever seen those? Yeah. Well, it's like you're, um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, kind of like you're playing Plinko and you're just going for the $10,000 prize. Right. And other people are just okay with like, you know, a five, ten dollar prize. Wow. Right? So some people are okay with like some whatever. What a great connection. analogy, man. I'm I, I have thought about that. I'm like, am I always shooting for the fucking Yeah, so stuff? one time at circle time in your summer camp that is uh, the gym, right? <laughs> you're gonna say <laughs> you're gonna say my proudest achievement was I went to a Blink one eighty two concert, uh, general admission, and then someone's gonna look at you and be like, That's my guy. But they That's won't. But they won't. No, but one person will. Maybe, maybe if they're right? willing to put themselves out there. What like, are like you, you don't have a generic answer, so you won't get a lot of kind of yeses. You'll get one amazing yes. That's my guy. Truth. You know, because uh, yesterday I was at a shoot. Yeah. With with Tim Hortons. Yeah. Here in Canada, and we are about to film, and I I go to the shoot with a Blink One Eighty Two duffel bag that I just bought on their tour. <laughs> yeah. Okay, walk through all day. It's yellow and black. And I love the man. They're like my man. So I go there, put it down. Some guy's like, oh, Blink. Like, I love what's your favorite album. Like, this and that. I then notice, like, look what I got yesterday. Blink 182 tattoo on the back of his forearm. And I'm like, you're my people. You're my guy. You're my guy. You didn't get his Instagram no. number, nothing. No. But we connected. <laughs> but we connected. <laughs> we connected the, the, on the shoot. And it's like, I think you're right. And yeah. I have I've, I've thought exactly, maybe not that analogy, but I'm like, that's a beautiful way of putting it. I think what's happening is I'm going into these social settings thinking I want there to be a deep connection at least once. Mm. And what's happening is I'm getting a lot of fours out of 10 connections. Yeah. Um, and I need to somehow learn to uh, grow those fours. True. Rather than just try to find the tens. True. Um, because I'm in a world we're where... That. We're all doing that. I'm in a world where I'm consistently putting myself out there. And so when I do that by saying I want to have dinner with Tom DeLong and I'm met with people that are uncomfortable putting themselves out there. But at the same time, there's people at the gym that are just like, there's a moment of silence. Yeah. And they will fill it with like a, ah, my ankle's kind of sore from the stretch yesterday. And I'm like, I would never be that ambitious to, to start a conversation. I hope we look back at this in a year. I really do. Or two I, years. Okay. And then you somehow, some way say something to someone about, I want to have dinner with Tom DeLong. And they're like, oh shit, Tom is my boy. Maybe. You know, because I feel like that could happen in Austin, Texas. I think it could. I, I, I just, I'm someone that greatly vibes off of somebody's vibe. Yeah. Like, like I don't know if I'm one to necessarily bring the vibe. But I think that's the best way of saying it. I don't think I could go into a situation and revive the whole room. But I can do it if the room is willing to be revived. Okay, well, tomorrow's room, half birthday party, they're willing to be revived, man. See, yeah, your, your birthday party would be a great example. Like, this is your setting. But, but I would love to go to this because I'm like, I know how you are. I know how I imagine your friends would be. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, this would be easy pickings, man. They'd love you. Yeah. Like, I think I would love them too. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's it's one of those things. Oh, and uh, you know who's coming? Uh, when we went to Mexico and I f saw this like really cute uh, flight attendant. <gasps> yeah. No fucking yeah, way. Yeah, bro. She's there. The one with the tassel. Uh, the, the, the ponytail. What are the... What the... Yeah, Wait, man. I didn't even. I thought that came and went the same trip. No, 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 no. You stayed in contact. Yeah, man. Have you seen her since? Um, I have seen her since once or twice. Where in Dubai? <laughs> no, not in Dubai. <laughs> I thought you said you guys were going to Dubai together or something. 
No, that's another. No, that's another flight that the, the one City. we went Mexico. Mexico City. Yeah. Yeah, that was on the flight down. We were in like business class. We didn't go to Dubai too. Oh, we did go to Dubai together. Yes, we yeah. did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Shout out one two from my memory. Uh, yeah, but we we just didn't do anything in Dubai, you know. But we didn't go. Okay, um, so you still went to Dubai, rather not you had. Yeah, sex. yeah, I just forgot. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> um, okay, so okay, so hold on. So she's gonna be there. She's gonna be there. It, that what a what an amazing. That's this is exactly what we're talking about right now. Yeah, the fact that you were able to. We went a year ago to Mexico City. Yeah, shout outs to uh, Amar last year. Or was it a year or two years ago? I don't know. We went, we went in May of last year. Yeah. Because I was in a lull. For getting her Instagram. And then we stayed in, you were, you were in what? In a lull? I was in a lull at the time. That's why you invited me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You said you want to party. I was like, I want to live a faster life. Yeah, you said you just want to party with like different people and all this. Yeah. And, and, and you I wanted to go what explore. I fucking did, man. I moved my life to Austin because I, I was so in deep with needing change. Yeah. And this party is, you know, it's going to be the party of like, you know. The century. Are you going to hype this up? No, no, no. Not the century. <laughs> I'm just like of like of meeting people and, you know, connecting and all this. Yeah. No, you know? 100%. 100%. I, I've always had a weird rule of like, I, I don't allow friends to talk about work at my parties. Okay. Okay. This is like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? <laughs> but, but this party... Uh, it's fair game because I feel like you can't stop the flight attendants from talking about work. Oh God! You know, you, but, I've never met a flight attendant that hasn't br- like bragged about like the life they live. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the price they have to pay is if they talk about work, they're gonna have to be open to you guys getting flight passes off them. Oh, that's I think that's smart. Can I get some trips out of this party? I th- I don't know. No, you got your brother's full party to go to. Holy yeah. shit! Um, all right, let me finish this up. Two more points here. What and who brings me closer to the person I truly want to be? The things that are really in alignment for you are the ones that help support and foster. Oh, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Perfect. I got it. Yeah. Uh, Things that will basically make uh, your things people that bring you closer. Things that will make your flowers blossom. Yes. Not in a sexual way. Very sexual. Yeah. That sounds like it. (laughs) I want to make my flower blossom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say. I didn't even know you had a flower to blossom. To be honest. Are you kidding me? I got a fucking rose to blossom, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so here here's uh, what I would say. In a room where people are good humor, yeah. I thrive. I come out. I'm like, yeah, let's fucking do this. Uh and people that are available. True. People that are like, yeah, I'm down to hang out. Like and, and what type of good humor? What's sorry, what's good humor? Because obviously it's not talking shit about dogs. No, our humor, our humor is, is very compatible. Yeah. I, I can be myself around you because there's a lot of room for you to not you know the people that are just consistently like, is this what you mean? Oh. You mean this? Are you trying to say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They vilify you for saying shit about no dogs. No matter what, man. Yeah, that's the worst. A girl recently <laughs> did that to me at like at an event, and I'm like, wait, you asked me. You yeah, know? yeah, what the hell? And I gave my opinion <laughs> and now I'm the bad guy. Like, what the yeah. fuck? No, I hate, yeah, I hate when people read into something. Let me share what the story was real yeah, quick. please. Uh, she basically said, hey, Dan, you're, you're in your, like, you're 30. Yeah. You're in your 30s. Uh-huh. Uh, are, are you nervous that you're single, no family? Like, calling me out in front of the fucking group. What the fuck? Right? Like, who yeah. says that shit? And, and I'm like, um, what did I say? I was like, no, because I don't really, like, have that sort of, like, I, I'm living my life. I don't really have that clock. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you mean, like, how girls have to have that biological clock to have kids? And I go, yeah, that's not really a me issue. <laughs> okay, maybe look, I could have worded I, it. I, I know where you're going with it. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I can't no, is that bad? <laughs> no, it's not bad. No, I don't. I don't think it's bad. 
Um, so, but anyways, <laughs> the meat issue is hilarious. Well, it's not a meat. That's where it can go back. So then she then goes, "Wow, that is so disrespectful to women." And I just wanted to egg her on more. I'm like, "Nah, don't be silly. Don't yeah, be silly." Yeah, yeah. And I said that because I'm like, <laughs> "Don't fucking come at me with a uh, potentially controversial or at least a div divisive question." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then don't hear what you want to hear, and then make me the bad guy. That's not how this shit works. You just set me up. Yeah, and you're explaining this to a female, so she thinks you're mansplaining now, too. Yeah, yeah. She was like that. She just doubled down. So at this point, I'm like, fuck so, this team. Sorry. <laughs> so you hit her. You hit her with that. You hit her Listen, with that. That's I'm, not a me problem. That's a female problem. I'm not saying you said that. Right? I, I, it was well intended. And then she was talking, and they're like, all right, honey. It was, <laughs> and then you mansplained. It was well intended, but I think the more I tell the story, I'm realizing maybe I'm the bad guy. No, it's just the whole me issue. I think it's like a trigger. And it's not a me not issue, a issue. Man. It's, it's not a you issue. I stand by that. If you're going to call me out on the fucking group, basically saying, Dan, you're behind. I don't where, got that clock. You're yeah, right. But she's basically saying, like, Dan, you're behind in where society should have you yeah. at your age. Are you stressed about it? I'm sorry. Could we not have this one-on-one -on -one maybe when I'm sitting beside you on the bench rather than across the fucking table? 100%. Okay, great. So here's my honest answer. No, I answer. think she's at fault. Yeah, here's my <laughs> honest answer. My honest answer is no, because I'm loving my life. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. If I meet somebody, then I meet somebody great. Yeah. But I'm not going to be forced under a biological clock, which I know some people live that way. But what happens is they get into these false relationships due to a life plan. Yeah. And it just crumbles, which is not a good environment for the kid in the end. Exactly. So I'm just basically saying, I don't have the biological clock to rush me. She goes, uh, what did she? What did I say she said? Fuck, I can't remember now. I'm so she said, Yeah, well, then you said, that's not a me issue. And then she goes, like, well, oh, okay, she said, well, like women have that clock. And I go, sick. So yeah. then don't ask me. Oh, but, <laughs> ask but genuinely, women. it's like, well, yeah, that, that, you're asking a guy. That's what, that's not a me issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have the biological clock issue. <laughs> Amazing. And so that was what my response was. And when she got set off, I'm like, step back a little bit, which is why I went into the mansplaining thing. Because I'm like, don't fucking explode on me. I don't think you mansplained, by the way. No, but I was, I was using the words like, don't be silly. Come on. Like, I was trying to egg her on. Well, it's true. Don't, for her, like, yo. The, I even said that. I'm like, how are you going to ask me a good reason. There's good reason for, uh, if we call this mansplaining, there's good reason for this mansplaining to have happened, okay? She is being silly. You are telling her, don't be silly. Because she, she asked you a question. And she didn't want to hear the honest response. Like, don't ask me a question that you don't want the, the and, honest Yeah, and she wants a PR response. Yeah. No, and I think it's not going to happen. She, what she wanted to do the whole time she was on this team was be like the, I'm the best. You listen to me, this and that. Set me the ball. I'm like, you're fucking 4-2. Yeah. I'm not setting you a spike. <laughs> like the, the net is like seven feet, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, it was just like, I was just so sick and tired of her attitude. And she would do this thing where I'm like, she would set me up. She would set me. She did this like three times to me where she would ask me a controversial question in front of the whole group, I would then say my response and then she would use this PR stunt to spin it to say, this is what you mean? Is that what, how you've really... I'm like, how are you making me into this guy? Like, you are so toxic for me to be around. So back to the question, like, our energy is fine. Someone that can at least see the context of what I'm trying to say. I, I can admit, sometimes I may say things that come out in a, in a less than ideal way. Yeah. But people that know me know that it's like, I think he means this. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and that, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I just found a hill that I could die on, <laughs> okay? And it's mansplaining. Okay. Okay, I hate this shit about mansplaining. It's, we all do it. We all explain what the other person is trying to say. We, every single person, female to female, female to male, non-binary to whatever, everyone, okay? You say something, yeah. this, this entire podcast yeah. for the last 
150 episodes yeah. has been you saying something, I try to explain it, and then you find a better explanation, and I try to find a better explanation. That's how life works. Mm. My my guy friend says it. We're all mad. Everything is, is being explained by another person, okay? And so many girls that, like, say... Not so many girls. A few, the few... <laughs> He's already corrected himself. The few <laughs> girls that... There are times when, like, mansplaining actually is bad, but the very few times when there's girls who are like, you're mansplaining in this... Bro, you, you're mansplaining. Look, there's buzzwords in this today's society. Gaslighting is one, where, where people will loosely use that and they'll, they'll gaslight you by saying you're gaslighting them. Yeah. Um, mansplaining is another one. Where it gets to the point where it's like, someone recently did this, said, are you uh, projecting? This girl once said that to me. She goes, are you projecting? I'm like, what? What's projecting? So, so projecting was, she asked me my opinion on something. Yeah. I then said why I didn't like it. She goes, are you projecting? Meaning like, are you saying, do you actually like it, but you're trying to pretend you don't uh, like it? Oh, okay. You know, like you're hating on this person, but are you actually the one Projecting that, your own insecurities. insecurities. Okay. And I'm like... Well, that's an interesting hole you've put me in. <laughs> yeah. You've asked me a question, and no matter what the response is, as long as it's not aligned with yours, I'm now projecting. So yeah. then what I came back with was, oh, that's an interesting gaslighting technique. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and that's why we didn't get along. Perfect. Because I'll call someone out for these strategic uh, grenades, man, yeah. that they, they set up a, a sentence. Hey, hey, Amar, <laughs> what do you think of abortions? Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Loaded question. No matter what you say, I'll go... Cool. So you're projecting then. Even if I say I don't want to answer it. Yeah. Like, oh, you okay. Know, you, don't, you don't support like women, yeah, 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 women's yeah. bodies. No matter what. That's kind of weird. You don't support <laughs> yeah. the freedom of choice. No, I just don't support not knowing you and giving you a political ass answer. There it is. So then they spot like they're, they're, they're spinsters, man. They're really good at that shit. Yeah. Like those who are so dangerous to be around. It happened recently. I, I made a comment about Selena Gomez. I won't make it here. And I basically just said, well, okay, I won't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I basically said that like Selena Gomez is very interesting yeah. because uh, I find her to be sort of brought into elements of drama more than somebody that's not really in the public eye should be in. Mm. Um, and, and oftentimes when I, she does get involved when I follow her, it, 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 I don't know what it is, but I just feel like there's a lot of scent. There's, there's a, a big sense of victim or like, woe is me? Yes. I think she's very talented, whatever. And people love her yeah. and they can. And she is talented. Yeah. yeah, but I guess my vibe with it is just I feel like there's that coming across. So I said that comment yeah. to a huge Taylor Swift fan. Uh-huh. Huge. A Swifty. A Swifty. Yeah. And like Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez are like best friends. Oh. So somebody that wasn't a part of the conversation goes, oh, wait, what's going on over here? And she then goes, well, Dan here is basically saying uh, he's victim shaming Selena Gomez to basically say that she should not be feeling bad for having Lyme disease, should not be feeling bad for being bullied by like the popular girls in Hollywood. And I'm like, and then, then she came back to me to have a real conversation. I'm like, what the, you just, you just made the whole fucking group hate me. Yeah. You know, like that, that wasn't where I was going. I thought we were having a one-on-one conversation. Yeah. And so when she did that like strategic thing, I'm now looking at her like, I got to be careful around you. Yeah, man. But, no, you always got to be careful around Swifties. Not that we don't love you. We appreciate and love every Swiftie there is. <laughs> man, they're a dangerous please, fucking group. Please. Yeah, there's Jesus so many. Christ. I love you so much. <laughs> I love Swift. Okay. I have an autographed CD, please. Do you actually? I do. Oh, wow. From the time she rejected me. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Last last point, last point, last point, last point. Um, I don't know, man. How, how are you feeling about Brianna Weist here? Let me say, um, I highly recommend people read her book, The Mountain Is You. Yeah, this one, not so much. Uh, no, I like these too. Right. She, she's 
the, the book's incredible. There's a lot of hurdles that you're probably dealing with that you don't even know you're dealing with. A lot of us sit back and ask ourselves, uh, why is this happening to me? What can I do? Like, am I lost in life? Do, like, will I ever find somebody? Will I ever find the right job? Like this, a lot of that, the answers are inside. You just have to. Isn't the mountain is you, like, what is that? Like she's basically saying, is this like a stoic yeah. ripoff of like the, you are the, the obstacles, the way? No, the mountain is you. I mean, like all the problems, most problems lie with you. Just you just have to conquer yourself. You got to understand, you got to clarify certain emotions and not, not project them in a way that's like, oh, I'm a failure. You're not mm. a failure. Just because something failed, it doesn't mean you're a failure. And that's what that book sort of harps on. So. It's an amazing book. It's like little snippets. It's not like a, a sequential, uh, like you read every like chapter. I like that a lot. Um, so I, I definitely recommend reading it. It's a very healthy, healthy read. All right. Her last point. In the simplest terms, what have I always really wanted out of life? You'll just let this hit. In the simplest terms, what have I always wanted out of life? Yeah, it's easy. I think everyone needs to answer that for themselves, bro. What do you want out of life? What do I want out of life? Um, don't, don't, you know, you know right away. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I know. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> I ain't scared, man. Yeah, I think you're a little scared. <laughs> no, this is me buying time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do I want out of life? I just want to connect with, with just people across the world, all over the world. Um, For what reason though? What does that do? Just stories, man. I just want to tell stories, you know, just want to tell stories, listen to other people's stories understand them and just i don't know just connect what do you mean what does connection do no no i know what does i never said that <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> i mean like what what is that yeah. gonna, what is that genuine not, not in like a passive aggressive way but what does that do for you like <laughs> you, you see that it's good for the last 10 seconds <laughs> he's been shining his like <laughs> reflecting the sun off his camera no i could do both right? i'm listening <laughs> no 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 i think that's the best way to listen by the way it is. when you're like doodling and shit I'm in, I'm in like autopilot. You're doing a sun doodle. So what I'm doing is I, I've got the sun reflecting on the back of my phone and I'm, I'm doing circles around a cat. Yeah, while asking questions. It, no, it's actually like, I actually think this is the most. Do you ever do that? Like a little obstacle course? Like, okay, the light's got to go there. <laughs> Anyways. Um, um, so, so you, yeah, so what's the point of connecting with people? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no. What, what I'm saying is that you want to travel around the world, meet people to tell their stories. Like, No, I, I, just, think I just want to hear stories, share stories, yeah. tell stories. And you I know. love it. No, I, I think it's like a genuine answer. But I was just like, yeah. what is it about that that you want? Is it like, what satisfaction do you get from hearing a story from somebody? Um, I think the satisfaction is, the, the way I've boiled it down, is um, money is infinite, right? Like, you make your, you your first $1,000, and then you want $10,000. Mm. And then you make $10,000, you want 100000 mm. And you're just as stressed as $10,000. And then you want a million dollars. That's where I'm at. Right, I'm I'm that I'm that. Yeah, and then with uh, same thing with like let's say views or something, you know, like your first Instagram ten likes, you thought you're hot shit, and you know no one else is like you. You know what I mean? Then you get a hundred likes, you're like, holy shit, man, I got a hundred likes. Yeah, fuck y'all. It keeps going. Then a thousand likes, and then you know a million, right? And you're always like chasing. But I feel like so that's like an infinite game that we play. I feel like telling stories, sharing stories connecting with different people it's not an infinite game it's like a finite game it's like you can only have three four five amazing conversations with people in a day at, at most you know what i mean mm -hmm. like if i go to some village and i hear five stories or like you know just sit around a fire that to me is fulfillment without needing to chase infinite 
like I, I don't I don't feel the need to be like, oh, I need to have more days like this and every day yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, so man. it's like a finite game. It's interesting because my answer to this would be to get out of that game. The finite game. I want to stop chasing. I've, I've been chasing uh, like my whole social media career. Yeah. And I uh, the reason why I'm so nostalgic and why I'm doing this vintage film series is because it, re- it reminds me of my childhood where I didn't look at every day as a climb or as a chase. Mm. It was I was existing and doing authentically what I wanted to do. I wanted to ride bikes with my friends. That's it. And so I w- my goal in life is to be in a place where I can enjoy life for the moment that it is without the idea of, okay, I've got $10,000 left. I got to make this last. Yes. Or where can I get my next $10,000 from? It's the, the, the chase and what you just said, it's so unideal. But, but when you get that, that moment, when you get that million or you get that whatever it is you're chasing, the, the vibe you get on the inside is unmatched. 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 And so that's what keeps you in the game. Yeah. So oftentimes when people tell me, like, what would I love to do? I had this weird response. And the response is, I would love to move to Scotland to be a sheep farmer. And I, and I said this in therapy. And I was like, I want to know where this comes from. And I looked at it and I'm like, the most polar opposite thing I could be doing right now yeah. is being in Scotland as a sheep farmer. You are off grid to a certain extent. You're in the countryside. No one knows where you are. Um, like, like you're making an honest living and you're enjoying whatever. It seems to be a lot simpler of a life. Yes. And I think that's where it comes from. Would I actually be happy if you were to do that right now, fulfill that? I don't think so. True. But there's a part of me that I think what I'm hearing from my own person, my inside mm-hmm. is like, Dan, we kind of want out of this chase and we want to get some sort of longevity and, and less value in who you are. Like my value, I can honestly say, does come from career a lot of it. When, you, when you're in a relationship where somebody values you for who you are, you're going to have to find value somewhere else. But okay, so then maybe maybe a relationship is the thing that gives you then the value. It can. Be, yeah. Because, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, sheep is. farming is sick, right? But yeah. I think people are stage of life um do want to like i think starting a family like that is the ultimate fulfillment it seems like to many people to many people um and we don't know it because we don't know how that feels like but you having kids is like having sheep <laughs> wow <laughs> you know I what didn't, i mean I didn't, <laughs> okay i didn't think you were like sheep g- farming is really just <laughs> raising kids interesting Maybe. I, I mean, maybe. And that's your longevity. I that's think, your legacy. Yeah, that's maybe. Your... For me, what it is, is I would love to be in something with someone that I like. Yeah. That'll last, you know? Um, would I have kids one day? Yeah, if it's with the right person. But I mm. see so many people just like follow the status quo. Okay, we've been together for two years, so we should get married. Okay, we've been married for a year. Now we should have a kid. And I'm like, did any of that fit your actual plan? Or are you just following... The life plan, which I will say works. It works and people do it for a reason because yeah. we're only on earth for like, let's say 80 years. So to maximize the 80 years, you have to set time limits on each stage of life. You can't be a kid forever and have Peter Pan syndrome or you're going to die alone. Yeah. Right. So you have to sort of work into these things, which work. Okay. But, and so I guess I just got a lot of pressure on, on that stage of my life. Right. But anyways, um, that's what my answer would be to this, this last. True. Quote. Or, Damn. There you go. So uh, wait, has this uh, distilled anything else that you want out of life? <laughs> like, I feel like the whole point of this was to see what exactly you want out of life. I feel maybe she has a great book. I feel like she hasn't hit that for me, but maybe I <laughs> I started hating on her from the beginning. She's, it's a very good book. It's actually like a bestseller, actually. Like it's um, 
it's a very popular book. True. The Mountain is You. I suggest you read it because it will answer some things. Like this was obviously a very short snippet. I, in fact, I don't even know if these were snippets of the book. No, no, no. This is just off her Insta. Yeah. So like the book is incredible um, because it makes you question and look inside, which I think is very uncomfortable for a lot of people. But that's where you get the most clarity. Yeah. Is like, why is this happening? Oh, it's because I'm doing this. So many people, we've talked about this before, are often outsourcing and saying, well, why did you have to do this? Why did they have to do this? It's like, well, okay, they didn't have to do that, but you didn't also have to set the guideline or or respond or absorb it in that way. Yeah, I hate victim mentality and like so blaming I. others. It's like, I can for certain say that 90% of my problems, maybe even more, are solely because of me and my own doing, right? Even if it's the environment doing it or so-and-so did this and I got to do this, it's 100% like I feel like in my power, my control to to be able to change it. I'm not saying there People, aren't other yeah. aspects, of course, like, you know, whatever. If you're born rich, you're more likely to do this. But I've always said like every good thing you were given, you get a shitty side out of it. You know, People, if you're born rich, you get no discipline. Right, if right. you're poor, you can do anything without fear of judgment of like, oh, really? He's doing this? and People have more control over uh, their situation than they want to admit. Yeah. It's so easy to say they fucking did this. they want to this. admit. That's good. They fucking do this to me. The government, isn't that, that? That type of bullshit mentality, the government's fucking me over type of thing. Yeah. Man, what a cancerous attitude to have around. That victim <laughs> mentality. Oh, my God. Stay yeah. away. Uh, on both sides. On all sides. On all sides. If I don't know. If you just blame others, ah, it's so bad, man. Anyways, um, there's the list. Hopefully it helps. I hope we're back. Yeah. Sure. Are we going to upload the podcast that we didn't upload? Maybe we should do it after this. Oh, I don't have it anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's deleted. Yeah. Because you know what? I had to reformat. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. I, I had to reformat my... Uh, well, that's okay. The memory card. Because uh, for the last, what, two months, all they've heard is me as a soup. Is that the, the last podcast we had was like me with no audio? Oh, you had like a, a drive through microphone once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was actually a good podcast, but it was like, yeah, it was a... Uh, I literally, yeah, it was <laughs> practically so good. It, it was pretty brutal. Um, Damn. All right, well, say it. There you have it. Okay, guys, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll catch you in the next one. Love you. Love you.